Hi, Gerald MD here, also known as Dr. Bones of the survival website doomandbloom.net, co-author of the award-winning bestseller, the fourth edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook, and designer of quality medical kits at store.doomandbloom.net. Last time we talked about anxiety, something even you, medic, might experience just by thinking about some scenario hitting the fan that might make you the highest medical asset left in times of trouble. Many people with anxiety disorders also suffer from depression. Since depression makes anxiety worse and vice versa, it's important to have strategies to treat both conditions. In the aftermath of a life-changing catastrophe, things may be so bad that everybody's depressed to one degree or another. You've got to recognize and treat it. Symptoms of depression include feelings of sadness, hopelessness, emptiness, loss of interest or pleasure in performing most or all normal activities, sleep disturbances including insomnia or maybe the opposite, sleeping too much, tiredness and lack of energy, reduced appetite, weight loss, or the opposite, increased cravings for food and weight gain, of course there may not be that much food, slowed thinking, speaking, or body movements, feelings of worthlessness or guilt, trouble concentrating, making decisions and remembering things, thoughts of death or suicidal thoughts may even occur. Sometimes you'll see angry outbursts, irritability, frustration, even over small matters. Now there are chemical causes of depression. Many believe the depletion of chemicals called neurotransmitters like serotonin, norepinephrine, or dopamine are a major cause. But when normally happy people become depressed as a result of extreme circumstances, like the end of the world as we know it, it's referred to as situational depression. Their situation is what made them depressed, not some biochemical misfire of brain cells. Depression may be cyclical, relating to, for example, menstrual cycles in women or the, even the time of year. Severe cases of depression are marked by an inability to get out of bed in the morning and, as I mentioned, even suicidal thoughts. Various medications known as antidepressants are available on the market to treat severe cases. These include things like Prozac, Zoloft, and Paxil, among others. Unfortunately, they're unlikely to be in your medical supplies unless a member of your group with depression has stockpiled them. As such, you've got to look to alternatives. Vitamin supplements like B12, folic acid, tryptophan, and omega-3 antioxidants may be effective in some sufferers. St. John's wort, actually, that's been used with some success, and it's been called herbal Prozac. It shouldn't be used, however, in pregnant women or children. Other possible options include saffron, ginseng, lavender, chamomile, sami, DHEA, and omega-3 fatty acids. I have to say that, like many natural remedies, the hard scientific data is sometimes sparse for some of these. So as with anxiety, you as healthcare provider are going to have to depend on your counseling skills to help your patient. In situational depression as seen in survival scenarios, you will return to some of the techniques I mentioned used to treat anxiety, such as assuring good nutrition. Nothing's as depressing as not knowing where your next meal is coming from. Work on accumulating good food storage and put together a vegetable garden and do it now. Reducing substances such as nicotine, caffeine, and alcohol, as I said last time, this might have to be done over time. Encouraging exercise and constructive activities, promoting rest breaks, offering opportunities to get clean and feel normal, encouraging good sleep habits, providing positive social interactions, that is so important, and using relaxation techniques like meditation, massage, and deep breathing. It's especially important to make sure your people cultivate supportive relationships with each other. People who are depressed often feel very alone. You must work to foster a sense of community. These bonds will provide strength to your emotionally weakened members. 
Make sure to accentuate the positive aspects of every situation, if there are any. Celebrate little victories, such as a group member's first successful attempt at making fire. Encourage each member of your group to share their feelings with the others. Group meetings for this purpose will encourage communication and bonding in the survival group. Okay, this may seem too touchy-feely for you, but you have to remember you're the medic. Leave the hard acidness to the hard asses. You're the medic and your duties encompass more than just wound care. Be there for your people's mental health as well as their physical. They're more interconnected than you'll ever know. This is Joe Alden, that old Dr. Bones, wishing you the best of health and good times or bad. Thanks for watching. Hey, learn more about natural disasters and 200 other off-grid medical topics in the award-winning fourth edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook. And get your family medically prepared with quality kits and individual supplies from our entire line at store.doomandbloom.net. You'll be glad you did. Oh, if you like our videos, you might also like our Survival Medicine podcast. Check it out on Blog Talk Radio, iHeart, and many other broadcast outlets.